Let me out of here, Donald, please. Let me out of here, Martin. Is this just fantasy? You got me. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lug It Up Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing Suicide Squad. Yes, Suicide Squad. The 2016 notorious film has so much baggage, great cast, interesting director, uh... But what the hell happened here? Everyone has heard about it. Everyone has either talked about it, seen it, heard, uh, has some sort of relation to it. And if you don't, it's probably because you just weren't interested in it or had no idea. Or you might just be a Marvel fanboy or girl or non-binary fan, whatever. Um, Suicide Squad 2016 was one of the most interesting projects of that year. It was highly anticipated for up to over a year um, up to its release, we had a killer cast of uh, Will Smith, Jared Leto, Margot Robbie, Jenna, uh, Joel Cone, uh, Kinnaman, Viola Davis, Jai Courtney, Jay Hernandez. We have tons of people down the list. Um, great cast. It's got uh, David Ayer's uh, kind of his uh, flair about him. Uh, David Ayer is a, a notorious director known for an amalgamation of different types of movies some of them really good some of them you know could be desirably a little bit better in some scenarios um a lot of times he is the writer and director on a lot of his work um more recently he was uh just the producer on birds of prey but he was um director of bright uh he was a uh, director and writer of Fury. I really liked that one. Sabotage, didn't see that one. End of Watch, I thought that was pretty good. Writer and director. And he was also the writing on, on the writing team of uh, Training Day. I don't think he was the solo. He was a solo writer on there. So um, that is one of, uh, he's as well as the writer on Fast and the Furious as well. The Fast and the Furious, the original. So he has quite an amalgamation of uh, different types of movies under his belt. A lot of them kind of are, are quote unquote gritty, and some of them have like this, you know, this street kind of uh, vibe to him, this little urban vibe to him, which is uh, the, what apparently he says he grew up in. Now this movie is on 123 minutes, just over two hours. $175 million. It made back over $746 million in the box office. So this was considerably a success from a financial standpoint. It's when the story and everything else that came in that became a little bit, uh, you know, wonky with this um with this movie. So Suicide Squad 2016, an American superhero film based on the DC Comics supervillain team of the same name, the third installment of the DCEU, and it was written and directed by David Ayer. It stars an ensemble cast, as we just listed. Um, and uh, let's see, in, in the film, a secret government agency led by Amanda Waller, who is this hard brooding, hard ass, played by um, Viola Davis, and she's amazing in both of these movies. I'm going to kind of talk about both The Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad a little bit interchangeably. I'll leave a section for everybody that has seen at the super set of the end of this uh, uh, review. It's going to be a non-spoiler of the regular Suicide Squad 2016. Then we're going to go into spoilers of the 2016 version, and then we're going to do a little comparison of the 
the two movies together. And along the way, we'll talk about them, uh, about what the the good and the bad and the ugly and everything that happened in between there. But um, overall, um, I had a lot of memory of this movie coming out, and it just got absolutely ridiculed. It got ripped to shreds from um, head to toe. A lot of people were not uh, pleased with how this movie came out. And I got to say, so much of it is from the good and the bad of what the marketing department did. The marketing department ended up uh, getting final cut. They did such an amazing job, quote unquote, amazing job of the marketing of this movie. It's got these vibrant colors unlike anything else. It was kind of like the reaction. It's got these this killer soundtrack that people thought were going to do gangbusters. They were trying to kind of match the Guardians of the Galaxy that had kind of come out, I think, one or two years earlier. Was that 2014 Galaxy? I, I don't remember exactly. But And then eventually they hired the guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy to come do Suicide Squad anyways. So anyways, um, there was this reaction to the marketing that it just it was going to be a freaking hit. It, we had uh, Margot Robbie who was... Uh, who was playing Mar uh, who was playing um, Harley Quinn for the first time and she just embodied this role. I think that uh, from the casting, I think the majority of the casting is just is, is stellar. I don't think that anyone would say anything negative about that. The problem with this movie was the marketing department did such a great job with it, uh, the marketing. They gave them full control of the final say of the movie, so from what I heard. So when they got such a positive response of everybody's like oh my gosh bohemian rhapsody all the uh you know this blitzkrieg bop all this stuff is hitting you know uh hitting all all the stride that they want and warner brothers was loving it they gave the movie to the marketing department and apparently the marketing department got the very last cut of the movie and completely wrecked the soundtrack they just felt like they kept i call this on the suicide the suicide squad I might call uh, the Suicide Squad uh, uh, Squad 2. So we'll call uh, Suicide Squad 2021 Squad 2. Even though it's not an, a direct uh, sequel, it's more of like a soft reboot. It's kind of like a weird in-between uh, of what it is. So we'll call it Squad 2. So Squad 2, um, the they did not go hog wild with uh, the soundtrack as they did with this first one. The the first Suicide Squad almost is uh, is almost just like listening to somebody's playlist. Uh, sometimes uh, Spotify playlist. Sometimes Quentin Tarantino has this uh, music that he just continuously will play in his movies. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was kind of a uh kind of a victim of it but literally we would hop in a character's car and press play and listen to a song and sometimes listen to a full song and then another song so sometimes movies feel like they're made for the uh the director to kind of get out uh, some of their favorite stuff this is all oh, they've always wanted this song in in a movie let's play it so it kind of felt like that but to my knowledge david Ayer did not have final cut of uh, the music that was chosen in this movie. And so thus, it felt like it was kind of pulled together left and right. It didn't feel exactly natural. So um, let's go back a little bit into what's going on into this movie. What is the Suicide Squad anyway? So it's uh, Suicide Squad is uh, a secret government agency led by Amanda Waller. She recruits super uh, recruits imprisoned supervillains to execute dangerous black ops missions and save the world from a powerful threat. 
in exchange for reducing the sentences. And most of the most of the times those make sense. But the Suicide Squad has to have a relevant villain to go against. And a lot of the time it doesn't feel like the villain in this um in the Suicide Squad universe makes sense for them to be going against. It's like they need to be going against people that are their level, not like gods. So it is interesting to see the direction this ends up going. So in February uh, 09, a Suicide Squad film was developed by 2009. My God, this was a long time to direct, uh, to, to get all going. So a Suicide Squad film was developed by Warner Brothers. Air signed on to, and to write and direct by uh in september 2014 and by october the casting process had begun principal photography began in uh, ontario toronto uh on april 13th 2015 and initial filming in chicago and it ended later that year so they did a, a lot of this uh this movie was pretty much completed within about two years give or take how long they had it in post-production for you know the animation you know the cgi and stuff like that um it uh suicide squad premiered in new york city on august 1st 2016 released in the united states and real d 3d imax 3d all the d's and then it received a big d <laughs> from the critics um so uh yeah, following the strong uh, debut of the set new box office records, it set new box office records. The film grossed over $746 million worldwide, making it the 10th highest grossing film in 2016. The film received negative reviews from critics and praise for the cast, but criticism for its plot and direction, which I completely agree. Even though it's considered a botched project from the marketing department, and is what I'm hearing a little bit, um, uh it's still the plotting was terrible it didn't it didn't make sense for this to be like this at all um the film was nominated for and won multiple awards across various categories including oscar for best makeup and hairstyling which i assume was for the crocodile guy um 80 89th uh academy awards making it the first film in the dceu to to win academy award uh it is followed by the spin-off film birds of prey starring robbie in 2012 sorry 2020 and a uh, standalone sequel, The Suicide Squad, in 2021, with uh, Robbie Kenneman, Davis, and Courtney returning. So, on top of all of that, there was a lot of anticipation for this as well. If I remember correctly, this was one of the first uh, interpretations of the Joker that we were going to get since Heath Ledger's death. Um, and so there was just a lot of uh, buildup behind this, you know. So we have Harley coming on screen for one of the big screen for one of the first times, if I can remember correctly. And we also have Jared Leto as the Joker. There was a lot of anticipation. And the way the marketing shows how the movie's going to progress, it, it shows like a lot of fun scenes, a lot of action, a lot of jokes, a lot of things that are in the movie. But the way that the Joker is portrayed in this, in the marketing, makes it look like he's the primary villain. And he, spoiler alert, is is more or less relegated to the side. He, The Joker, the, the biggest problem with this besides the soundtrack and some of the editing flaws it has in it and, and the kind of the plotting that's just weird um, 
is the fact that it can't find an antagonist that it really wants to to focus on. It, it feels like the Joker is put in this movie because of corporate reasons. And there was so much leading up to uh, Jared Leto being just as, like this crazy guy on set. He was sending like rats to to like Viola Davis and shit like that. And um use condoms and shit like I, I bullet shells and stuff to to his cast and it just felt like castmates and it felt like uh, apparently he might have been acting just weird on set too i don't know a lot of people were just like all right is this guy's gonna be so off the wall we know watch out watch out he's got damaged on the side he's got beef you know it's like what is what exactly is going on so it takes until the fact is you you have to go see his performance to kind of understand what's going on. And even then, honestly, it feels like Jared Leto's on drugs the majority of the movie. Um, without going into too many spoilers, um, I didn't hate this movie as much as I thought I was going to going um, after watching The Suicide Squad or Squad 2 um, 2021. Um, watching Squad 2 and then going back and watching 2016... I didn't hate the first one. I I felt like the first one had so much promise for it and it has just a few things that I, that don't age well with regarding how they, they treat like the Harley Quinn character is just kind of a, an object to kind of ogle in a way. But some of her lines are amazing and her performance and her delivery and the way the cast is kind of bouncing off each other, I do feel like relatively works. Um, the crudeness of the new Suicide Squad 2 turns me off just a tad bit with uh, just how uh, cynical it is in a way and kind of does poke fun at its own self, but not always for the, the better, in, in my opinion. So um, the, the good things about the Suicide Squad uh, or the, uh, get, uh, for Suicide Squad 2016, not the, um, is that I think the pacing really helps it. Despite the fact, the pacing, the, the plot may be stupid, but it the plot is hardly comes to a complete halt, as does the second one, in my opinion. Sometimes the second one feels like it comes, has a little bit of sequelitis a little bit, where we're just kind of like hanging out, you know, the it's not nearly as intense, I guess, at some parts. But I just watched like the, uh, uh, this the suicide squad first hour again just to kind of realign my head a little bit to see what was going on i, I keep looking up because my i have my projector up ahead so that's why i keep looking <laughs> um so um i watched suicide squad the suicide squad squad 2 um the first hour again after what recording my podcast on it re review and all of that and i looked at the time it is at least an hour until um, you know, Harley Quinn is with the rest of the group and I'm not going to give too much more spoilers or anything else about the, the squad two movie, but I got to say, uh, it's a, sometimes I feel like it's a crime to, uh, have a decent movie or a decent show at the beginning and everyone comes together and then the second one they come and they disperse the crew and you have to like spend time a little bit alone with them. And it's like, eh, not all characters are best served alone or without the rest of the cast harley quinn's one of them i feel that um kind of suffered from that just a little bit so um 
with saying that, yes, I think there's there are there are a lot of pros. There's a reason that the franchising, um, the sorry, the merchandising of this movie really worked. I remember seeing Jared Leto Joker stuff everywhere. It's freaking Fraser, you know that type of thing. Harley Quinn, her, I felt like all of her merchandising was everywhere, and maybe not so much Will Smith as Deadshot, but uh, you know, no money, no honey. I, I was like, okay, I feel you. Um, I I enjoy the pacing and the writing for a lot of these characters um it may not be the best it i'm not i'm not saying at at any point do i think this is like super a grade material or anything like that but you can't put them down for not at least trying because you can tell when people don't give a shit about a movie you can tell when they're not putting at least half effort and i can tell watching uh suicide squad 2016 that you know they believe they're making a really good movie, a really entertaining movie. And maybe not every scene is ultra compelling, but I got to say I was never bored. Um I the the pacing, you know, is is really in the favor of it. That that 2 hour mark really hit for me um on Suicide Squad versus Squad 2. So, let's hop into the spoiler section of Suicide Squad 2016 and we can dive a little bit deeper into the beef and what else uh made this movie really tick so i gotta say i'm i'm gonna give it a seven maybe i think most days it would have been a six out of ten but because i'm so far removed from this movie's marketing in a way the marketing really can do a, a number on you if you're expecting this thing but you get another thing and I think everybody was expecting just the Joker to be the thing, to be the it, to be the to be the defining thing of this moment, you know, of this movie. Sorry, no, of this, of this moment. No, of this movie. And because he wasn't, I feel like critics and people turned against this movie saying, damn, well, this movie wasn't good at all. You know, the soundtrack was all over the place. They played four songs in the first five minutes of the movie and everybody was introduced almost three times. Yeah, there's, you know, it commits cinema sins that should never be committed, but, um, and probably right, rightfully so should get a six out of 10. It probably will get, a, I'm going to say six out of 10 because it's, it's not as competent as a movie as uh, Squad 2, the 2021 version. Um, but I got to say, I enjoyed it. And it it didn't leave me in a way where I was like, this felt like a waste of time. If that marketing hadn't made it look like the Joker was even in the movie. Like, let's just say, hypothetically, they didn't even advertise the Joker at all being in the movie. Then I think it would be a lot more forgivable as a movie. Um but yeah, I was I was going in expecting it to be much worse, to feel like all characters felt like they were written from the same person. Um, I didn't feel that. I, I honestly think that there is a lot of heart in it. And I've talked about it with uh, the Zack Snyder uh, recut of the Justice League saying that, you know, that giving that movie another 50 million dollars to get recut and get all CGI in it and all that stuff. Um, yeah, that, that was probably a cool idea for HBO Max, but I mean, the Suicide Squad, uh, I think with another edit of a different sound, a couple different soundtracks, maybe a couple different edits of taking some cringy lines out, um, or changing some lines, 
um, it, it really could be salvaged. What what I'm seeing with Suicide Squad 2016 is a movie that is so close to being a really good movie. It just uh, a few missteps. And so that's the unfortunate thing about it. So um, I'm glad glad it exists. It, it did have a lot to live up to. And because of the marketing, because of the editing, all of that, just it failed to hit that mark. So let's hop into the plot for Suicide Squad 2016. If you want the full review, be sure to check out patreon.com slash lucky dog podcast. Also check out luckydogpodcast.com for all the social medias. You'll be able to hang out, chill. We're in the discords, we're on the Facebooks, on the Instagrams, we're on the beefs. Um, we're on all is the beefs uh, a social media now? Because if it's not, then it, it might as well be, you know, um, we're on we're on all of them. So, uh, yeah, be sure to check out all the good stuff, all the podcast um, links are in the description. Remember, if you want this podcast early, go to patreon.com slash podcast. Again, links in the description. Um, we cannot do this without you. If you haven't seen this movie, so um, we're about to hop into the spoiler section thumbs up subscribe let me know how i can improve i know that this is a new studio it might sound a little different might look a little different i'm still improving on all of that stuff so bear with me on that um you know pop a comment say what's up uh and uh yeah i gotta i'm going to give a quick shout out to everybody that has subscribed in the last um uh, last few days let's see let's see um just a quick Thank you to everybody. Um, yeah, uh, Zayad Omar and uh, Thinly Gatso and M. Viron. Um, thank y'all. I appreciate uh, all your support and stuff like that. You know, this is uh, not an easy grind to do. And so, uh, appreciate that. So, hop into the spoiler section with me on Suicide Squad. 2016. Was that good? <laughs> I was I was trying to do the uh the Leto Joker as opposed to the Heath Ledger Joker. So let's just talk about it straight up. Obviously, Jared Leto is no match for um Heath Ledger's Joker. I mean, it, it, they shouldn't even be uh compared even a little bit there's no there is no comparison because uh it's just completely different interpretations this feels like someone that watched the joker 2017 was that what that was with uh joaquin phoenix and or was that 2018 anyways the one with joaquin phoenix and they wanted to be like that one and it's just like that it's just kind of crazy to think about the different varieties of types of jokers and how serious they can be within the the realm of the movies um yeah just 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 craziness so um let's hop into the plot real quick all right in the aftermath of superman's death intelligence officer amanda waller convinces the u.s government to greenlight task force x x a response team of criminals and supervillains and given not all of them have the coolest powers the team will be used to combat metahuman threats under waller's control using 
uh, nanite bombs and planted in their head, which I thought was going to literally have their head explode, but I think it's just like, you know, that kind of thing. It's all in the neck, which can be remotely detonated, and if successful, um, if successful, they will have their short, uh, sentence short shortened. Um, the beginning of this movie has like a double intro, I gotta say. It's like we're introduced to Harley and we're introduced to Deadshot on a separate line, or like the first five minutes. And I gotta say, everybody has their own song that they play. They play their own, like, or that, that, that goes along, their own theme song, that literal own theme song that goes along with the fucking, um, the fucking thing. You know, it's like, all right, well, uh, I guess it's been four minutes in the movie and we've heard about five separate top songs of 2016 <laughs> or, or just top songs in general. It's like, all right. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's kind of just like uh, the editing in the first hour of this is almost manic. Um, June Moon, Dr. June Moon, an American archaeologist, becomes possessed by dem dem demonic witch enchantress waller can control enchantress by seizing her magical heart which wounds her if it is struck um waller's subordinate uh colonial uh flag colonel sorry colonial flag rick flag is in love with uh moon and is made a member of task force x however enchantress betrays waller uh, conquering midway city transforming humans into monsters and summoning her brother incubus to destroy mankind now this is a whole lot of shit that happens in the first uh i gotta say it's probably within the first 40 minutes that we were introduced to the just about the entire team plus we're introduced to like you know how they're being controlled that all that good stuff but we're also introduced to June Moon, who just this this character that feels supremely overpowered, and she, you don't go to the Suicide Squad for June Moon. You go to the Justice League, or you go to like uh, you know the gods of the world. It's like these are not the gods of the world. You don't go to people who have baseball bats, Crocodile Man, and someone that carries a katana, <laughs> like. What in the heck is going on? So, uh, it, I mean, it, the reasoning to have these characters be the ones didn't really make much sense, in my opinion, besides it all feeling like, uh, I don't know, before it all starts to feel just like the Guardians of the Galaxy ridiculous nonsense. We got a big tree man. We got a big raccoon that's been tested on. We got a big, you know, overly serious macho guy. Um Dave Batista. Um, uh, anyways, so what do we have here? Um, Task Force X is formed to stop Enchantress using six inmates from Belarive Penitentiary. The roster consists, uh, sorry, the roster consists of Hitman's Deadshot, played by Will Smith, who is just like this badass. He can basically shoot anybody from any direction and never misses, kind of thing. Um, he wants to reunite with his daughter Zoe. Um, Harley Quinn, a former psychologist turned girlfriend of Gotham's crime lord, uh, Joker. Australian thief Captain Boomerang is a pyrokinetic ex-gangster. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. 
Australian thief is Captain Boomerang, which why the fuck would you need a thief? I don't even remember them him ever needing to be stealing nothing. <laughs> um, Pyrokinetic uh, X Gangster El Diablo's mutant can uh, is El Diablo. There's a mutant cannibal is named Killer Croc, and I don't think he fucking eats anybody. Did he eat anybody in this? And uh, Mercenary Slipknot, um, who's we've already know what happens slipknot instantly dies the team are led by flag and are joined by the associates associates katana uh a japanese swordswoman waller and flag deliberately hide the latter's relationship with moon um so yeah they don't really want to just you know disclose that for whatever reason either they don't want the mission to be compromised so anyways this is just like an amalgamation of random fucks that are in here. I'll go over. Will Smith is awesome as Deadshot. He 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 played a, a, a you know a, he played his character well. It, it's just kind of uh, not an interesting character to have with his, the dynamic with his daughter. I don't think that that dynamic works very well. Harley Quinn very interesting and honestly, it felt like it felt like we needed about twenty minutes of who the hell each one of these people were. There's just not enough time to kind of make us feel like we give a shit about any of these people, except for Harley Quinn, maybe. Um, I mean, just because we see minor flashbacks of what she's been through through, and what other people have talked about um, her going through. And the biggest problem is the agency she has is feels very lackluster i think in some opinions some i think some people might say that she's too focused around the joker which is the benefit of the the suicide squad Two squad two um that it's not really as heavily relegated on the being tied to the joker or in, in any guy you know she's getting her own stuff to do so um let me see what we have. Uh, upon arrival, so and we get all of this. I think, like, like I said, the pacing's impeccable in this. We get all of this within like the first forty minutes, and it's a lot of information. Um, also, June Moon's Enchantress is like making out with everybody to turn them into these alien things. They're the ugliest fucking things i've ever seen they look like these black gob globs with these like googly eyes all over the place and it's basically an excuse for people to uh for the uh for the squad to be able to like kill anybody they need to um because they have the pg-13 rating a lot of people think that that brought this movie down i don't think the pg-13 rating brought this movie down it's not the most it's not interesting to watch these things get hit when they, they destroy the aliens they all just kind of this you know explode in the same ways it's not interesting it's not fun to watch Deadshot really shoot a ton of them they, it just all of it is not really that interesting um i think the action is good in this it's not great it's definitely better in this uh, most recent suicide squad 2021 but um it mostly comes down to because the antagonists are not visually interesting to look at in my opinion um 
So anyways, yeah, what, what's it? Gene Moon's like making out with everybody to like turn them into the aliens. And we see that a little bit later, which is kind of unnecessary. And she like, like takes control of this random dude, like bashes his head against the damn uh, like mirror in the bathroom. And then she's like, come here, my brother, come here. And they're like, Enchantress is allowed to like, change locations or she can like teleport and shit like that and like amanda waller is like sleeping with the heart next to her or something like that like what the fuck is going on um a lot of the plan the planning and the plotting in this does feel weird and you can't blame that on the marketing department like that is not something that was in the marketing department at all i i don't think it, unless they were involved in the, the the story uh storyboarding of the movie so there are elements of this movie that are just like inherently weird and dumb. Um, so it, it had to have been planned out in advance. So let's see what else we have. Okay, upon arrival in Midway City, the team's helicopter is shot down, forcing them to travel on foot. Boomerang convinces Slipknot to take off, believing... The bombs are a ruse, but Flag kills Slipknot when he tries to escape, which is just like, all right, so now we got stakes, I guess. Is that why they're called the Suicide Squad? Because we'll kill you at any time. It's like, all right, the, the, the one guy that got no intro, no title card, no nothing, the one that we barely even knew was part of the team, dead. <laughs> um, yeah, don't care about him. So anyways... Scaling a skyscraper, the team discovers Waller is, is their mark trying to uh, to cover up her involvement in Enchantress, Enchantress's uh, revolt, which is weird. It's like Waller gets a whole team together, uh, and she's at the beginning of the thing, and then she's like, all right, you got to go do all this stuff, and you got to extract the thing. And I, by the way, I'm the thing. You know, <laughs> it's like you can't blame the marketing department for that kind of storytelling that's just like doesn't even make sense um meanwhile the the joker learns of harley's predicament locating argus the scientist dr von kress uh who the fuck is this i think it's the guy that ends up oh yeah yeah, yeah. He, he disables harley's bomb in her neck or something like that okay so um as Waller, I don't remember that actually being in the movie. Was that in the extended version, which I didn't see? I, I, I didn't see the extended version. I've seen it. it. I don't think it really adds that much. Um, As Waller and the squad uh, arrive, helicopter extraction. The Joker intervenes, disables Harley's bomb, and helps her escape. Uh, Waller shoots down the Joker's helicopter through Harley though harley survives it and rejoins the squad believing the joker is dead um and there are scenes with harley and joker that feel like they're going to be good they they probably were good there's like this backstory of harley being like tortured by the joker at some point i kind of i i it's a little bit hard to watch but i kind of wanted to see just a little bit more of it i mean it's like 30 seconds um and there's imagery of the joker running around with these guys with like like a panda bear head and got like machine guns and shit like that feels very much in the realm of like the umbrella academy or um saints row in a way it felt like i was watching like a movie with like saints row you know it was just like random shit people running around doing crazy shit wearing crazy costumes it felt like i was watching a saints row movie um so if anyone that doesn't know what saints row is it's basically grand theft auto but even more ridiculous 
Um, so let me see what else we got. Okay, so um, yeah, and there's some decent scenes with uh, you know Will Smith pretending to shoot Harley, and she's like acting like she's dead, and she comes back to life. I think there are some really good subtle scenes shot in this movie that supersede the second movie just by the small microaggressions in a way. And it's not even like, I think I'm saying it right. Microaggressions as in like small, like small smiles, um, quips from certain characters. There's certain things that happened in this movie that I'm like, you know what? That, that was good. That was good. And I think that, it goes understated. There's so much this movie gets bashed for. I don't think that it's uh, propped up enough in the good departments, you know, saying, you know, well, shit, there's so much other, uh, you know, there was a lot of shit in this film, but there's also a lot of good. So um, continuing on, um, where are we at? So finding Waller's location, Enchantress kidnaps her to regain her heart. Deadshot finds Waller's confidential files and discovering Flag's relationship with Moon. Um, and they're just like, that's it. I can't believe you did all this and didn't even tell me. It's not like that really changes the dynamic, except for more or less saying, you know, he has a personal stake in it. The team abandoned Flag, sharing a drink in an abandoned bar where El Diablo reveals his powers and criminal lifestyle led to the led to the death of his family. And we're we're we're, we're kind of supposed to be like, all right, we get it. You know, this is uh, this is the time when they're all supposed to be like, you know, uh, buddy buddying it up, kind of having some natural dialogue in between each other. And I gotta say, this scene kind of comes to a halt again for me. It's not a long scene, and it's not necessarily a horrible scene. It's just not, like, super well-written and a tad cringy with, you know, Will Smith like, we know we're the bad guys. You know, it's like, yes, we know you're the bad guys. <laughs> you know, it's it's the the non-subtlety of, the, of this is just ridiculous. It's all about, like, you know we're the bad guys? Did, did you know we're the bad guys? Did you know we're the suicide... Oh, are we some sort of suicide squad? You know, like, <laughs> it feels like he delivers it the best of his ability, even though it's a super cringy line. It's almost like a NASCAR driver having to drive a really shitty car, I guess, you know, uh, and still somehow doing all right. I guess. I guess. I don't know. That's kind of a terrible, uh, terrible comparison. I don't know. Okay, so at this point the hope is kind of lost. I'm going to be honest. A lot of people are like, I don't know. They're, they're in the bar. They're like, you know, they're not really feeling it. They're like, go ahead and kill us. What, you know, what's the use? What's the point? Normal lives aren't for us. And when we see Diablo's backstory and he still has those fucking tattoos all over his face, it's like, no wonder your, your wife left you looking like, looking like uh, a damn skeleton, grim reaper or something like that. You know, uh, like, dude what the hell what the heck was going on um but it's funny to just see him at like having a normal like life and he's just like oh hello honey you know honey i'm home and he's got this fucking tats all over his fucking face looking like a maniac it's like i thought in his backstory he was not gonna be ridiculously tatted up like that but it's whatever 
Um, anyways, Flag relieves the squad of their mission because he's just like, fuck it, I don't even give a fuck about y'all. But realizing they, realizing they have an opportunity to prove themselves, the group is set out to save the city. They literally, they, I, I like that Jai Courtney as uh, Boomerang is just like, fuck it, I'm out. He literally walks out the fucking movie and then walks back in later. But um, it, it just makes more way more sense that these guys would be so much more self-serving and it doesn't really make much sense that they, they would stay there. I know that Harley tries to like leave with Joker for half the movie essentially and then when she finally does and Joker's she thinks he's dead he's like oh, I don't know what to do with my life so I'll go save the city it's like what that didn't even make sense so um yeah the 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 about face they do on here is kind of intense uh the squad locates uh Enchantress in the flooded subway station where Killer Croc and Flags uh, platoon of Navy SEALs Scott Eastwood's no acting ass is in this as well um he's like wait what what's going on um <laughs> uh, uh, uh he's like go on make my day <laughs> he's make my day junior oh my goodness fucking eastwood um so they plant bombs underneath the city like i guess that would make sense that's the best way to kill a god is to to hit it with a bomb that that's what i've heard uh El Diablo embraces the demonic nature of his pyrokinesis and sacrificing himself to allow the bomb to destroy Incubus. And I gotta say, El Diablo goes fucking like ham. He's like, he's got like these crazy like headdress going on. He looks like a giant, uh, I don't even know what, like tiki, tiki Native American fire guys. Like, like, just look like a fucking boss. I was like, dude, this is what you've been able to do the whole time? I mean, fucking El Diablo and what feels like Boomerang are, like, useless throughout the majority of this fucking thing. Oh, my... Uh, throughout the majority of the movie. Um, so... And the... Incub... Uh, sorry. Enchantress invites the squad to join her. And Harley's uh, appears tempted, but uses it as a ruse to cut out Enchantress's heart. She is defeated, and Flag crushes her heart, killing her and releasing Moon from her control. Um, Flag gives like no fucks about Moon at this point, and I'll be honest, even though he's like, you know, you know, he's sort of sad. As soon as that happens, he doesn't even give a fuck about her. He's like, "Come here, Will Smith. I need a fucking hug, man. I thought you were gonna be a golden man." You know, like he didn't even say anything about Moon at first, and then we find out that she's gonna be okay. She's like crawling out. She's like, "What's going on?" And Flag's like, "Ooh, ooh." Ooh, ooh, that's what I was with. <laughs> He's just like, damn. So, um, yeah, just this kind of ridiculous. Okay, so yeah, we do get kind of a flash of like some of the main characters and what they really want. It's like Enchantress is like trying to show them what they really want at the end. It's like Joker and Harley. She's like, I lost my pudding. And she got that Brooklyn ass accent and stuff like that. It's like, uh, okay. Um, I see that she, you know, she has like a, a, a drive to be with Joker, but not even as the Joker and Harley. She wants to be with like uh, the, the toned down version kind of thing. Um, 
and uh and then we have like the batman kind of flashback with will smith and the daughter kind of thing the the gotta be better for the daughter you know that's all you can do these days um and you know she's like daddy no you know anytime you get like a will smith scene and you get water dropping all over his face you're like yeah you know you get that uh Hancock scene where he's like trying to get out you know we got Will Smith acting his freaking ass off in this bring trying to bring it bring it home for us um not bad not bad I I I thought it was it was pretty decent um but yeah so yeah Flag doesn't really give a fuck about Moon until he sees her like crawling out from all that shit and he's like oh shit she's alive so anyways um waller appears from out of like nowhere after i I think i forgot to mention that waller goes through like the entire downstairs area of like the basement headquarters and just da 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 kills everybody in the fucking thing and i remember will smith sees this too and he's like holy fuck that's cold or something like that and flag sees it too and they don't say anything to the rest of the squad about that i don't i don't believe um it's just like all right that was kind of just used as uh just a side tangent to be cold, I guess. I don't know. Um, or as a joke. So anyways, Waller appears removing 10 years off each member's sentence and rewarding them with requests, except for Boomerang. <laughs> um, the Joker, alive, breaks into Bella Reeve and rescues Harley. Um, and yeah, I it, it seems like a, a great way to lead into the next movie, which I don't believe even has leto in it at all i don't so i kind of forgot i don't think bird birds of prey doesn't have it to my knowledge i don't i don't think this outro really leads into anything in my opinion in the other movies could be wrong could be wrong y'all y'all tell me in the comments if i got that incorrect you can go ahead along with everything else so in the mid-credits scene waller meets bruce wayne who agrees to aid her reputation in exchange for government files on the growing meta community meta human community in order to build his own super team she advises him to stop working late nights implying she knows bruce is batman he tells waller to shut it down shut down task force x um and that is suicide squad 2016 let me know what you thought about the review. Let me know what you thought about the movie Suicide Squad 2016. Again, I think we're going to give this a 6 out of 10. It's still not as bad as I remember uh, in my mind. So that's a glowing review for you right there. Um, but yeah, so um, if you're interested in uh, The Suicide Squad, go check that out as well. I might do just a quick uh, reaction in between about how I felt about those two movies just talking about these two movies actually I, I will real quick just to kind of give you a heads up um so yeah the comparing the two movies um obviously suicide squad 2 squad 2 takes all the best things all the best formula of the suicide squad 1 um it takes that best parts unfortunately we didn't get will smith back i don't remember why will smith didn't come back and somebody might have to let me know um but uh yeah it takes the takes the uh takes the best parts such as 
uh, Harley Quinn takes the dead like 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 character, um, made made him bloodshot. Got Viola Davis back. We got Rick Flag back. Even Jai Courtney's back, and I didn't think Jai Courtney is that terrible. I remember him being a lot worse in, in Suicide Squad 2016, just being like, this guy's ridiculous. I don't think he's as bad looking back at it now. I just don't think they give him anything to do. Um, Killer Croc is kind of a slight stereotype. <laughs> he's like, all he wants is B-E-T-O. Okay, then just say fuck it then. <laughs> um, and, uh, of course, um, the one lady with the katana is uh, it's like, all right, is that all she has to do all she can do is there's just not like, not enough time to like develop everybody um i do feel like the development on the characters in the second movie is a lot better the story as a whole in a movie as a complete whole in the second one is better it feels more like a complete movie and a complete story like they thought about all of it the pacing i think the pacing in squad one is better than the second one the second one has 10 extra minutes in it but it almost feels like it's 20 extra minutes longer but i don't really know why that 10 extra minutes feels like it does so much more um i do think uh squad one is um it's not it's not as funny but there are jokes in it that i laughed at there's jokes with um uh what is the the character name uh jay courtney hernandez Carla Devine, Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz is, I like Ike, Ike Barinholtz. I think that dude is hilarious. And he's not even on the poster for uh, Suicide Squad 1. And I think he's one of the standouts of the the Suicide Squad um, in that first one. Like, he's kind of riffing. He's got these uh, comedic elements with uh, Harley. And I think that they're hilarious. I think he's, he's great in it. Um... Yeah, so despite it not aging nearly as well and just overall some of the plots, obviously the marketing in the first one is a double-edged sword. It got everybody into the theater, but it also made everyone kind of, it tricked everyone to thinking that the Joker was going to be in a lot more as well. Um, so it was a double-edged sword. I think the soundtrack is going to go to Squad 2, in my opinion, just for the, it just calls less attention to itself but it's not nearly as memorable so it's kind of like a uh it's it's the double-edged sword thing again so um yeah the 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 main thing about the main difference in between uh these two movies is that squad 2 feels like a way more refined version of everything they wish they could have done with the first one it feels like they just took off the 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 hinges took off the rails and said, all right, let's just go balls to the wall and do everything we can for the second one, uh, or this soft reboot of The Suicide Squad 2021. And so that's why the second one feels a little bit more thought out, a little bit more um, complete as a movie. So, yeah, so not necessarily, I don't, I, I, I can't necessarily say that the second one's like that much better. I, I'm not like head over heels for it because uh the first one has this level of uh heart to it that i'm not gonna deny you know so i'm not gonna completely bash it i'm you know it's it's got it's it's marriage to it and i think that it deserves a fair uh a fair critique as well so yeah let me know what you thought about the two movies let me know about the review let me know how i can improve thumbs up that extremely helps people find it comments all that good stuff subscribe, follow, whatever you got to do to support the podcast. I don't know why I'm doing like this, but I 
I am. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, let me know what I can improve. Let me know what kind of reviews you're looking for. Go ahead and check out the patreon.com slash look at all podcast, look at all podcast.com. Um, all the uh, links are in the description. Um, yeah, let me know how I can improve. And take it easy. Kind of sound like a parrot, not so much like the Joker.